Hello, welcome to the Mythology Marksmanship Podcast. I'm Morgan King. I'm Brady Allenson. And we're gonna we're gonna do an episode on the Federal King Cole Canyon match that was in Raton, New Mexico. We're actually driving home for the match. Um and we are in the middle of nowhere. It's one o'clock in the morning. Um in just barely got into Utah and we thought we would uh, do a kind of a recap of the match and go over our thoughts and well um, some of the things that we learned some of the things some of the mistakes we made and uh, see if we can't you know make it entertaining and kind of basically we want to talk about how cool this match was because it was pretty freaking fun it was fun it was an awesome match super well put together and hard. Yeah, uh, we've talked about this, but it was probably I. It was it had to been the hardest course of fire I have ever shot, and I've shot a lot of two day matches all over the country, and this one is by far not. I don't. Well, not by not by far because Paul Dallin can put on a tough match yeah. last year Paul Downs uh, soul crusher match was pretty insane yeah I would say target sizes though these were the smallest targets I've shot at a match yeah as far as just straight up whatever the target average size was for the whole match what we come up with three and a half tenths yeah well so and to preface that or or to kind of explain that when we talk about tents since we, you know, we're predominantly competition shooters and we're very used to mills, when we talk about tenths of a mill, uh, each tenth of a mill is about a third of an MOA. So when something is three tenths wide, it's a one minute. When something's four tenths wide, it's about a minute and a third. So when we say it's about average target size for the whole match was about 0.4 probably. If you average the whole match out. So these are small targets, smaller than you're usually ever going to see, smaller than what's actually practical um, normally, like in other situations. Uh, So there was a ton of targets that were under, well, a few targets that were under a minute, a ton of one-minute targets, a ton of one-minute targets, a lot of .4 targets, and then just a few targets over .4. Yeah. Yeah, there was only two stages with targets. What, two? Two or three stages with targets over 0.4? That I would say averaged over 0.4. Yeah. Because there were some that, there was a few stages that that uh, the targets were average 0.4, but like you started on one that's 0.6 and finished one on yeah. 0.2. I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and then it, aver- it ends up averaging out, right? Yeah. But... And I mean, yeah, it was it was tough, but it was fun. It was it was uh, we had the one day. So day one, what, where was the wind come from? Was it a headwind? Kind of everywhere. Yeah, but it was a headwind. That's right. It was coming from like a, it was coming from the south, and we were shooting south, and it was coming from the south, and it would either come from the southeast or the southwest all yeah. day long. 
and it would switch on you in about a half a second. Yeah, and I would say day one was an easier course to fire. Do you agree? Yeah, a little easier for sure. Not much, though. I had a real rough day one, but I would say it was easier than day two. It was an easier course to fire. It wasn't easy, but... Yes. When I say when we say easier, we lose the term loosely. <laughs> yeah. It's in it's relative. Hard. Yeah, I mean it's in it's relative to the hardest match we, the two of us have ever shot. Yeah. Of course, a fire that we've ever shot. It was just there was not a lot of positional. No. Like maybe I think the I think day one there was four positional stages and day two there was. Three? Three, I think, yeah. So six out of the 20 stages were positional, and yeah. 14 were just straight prone. Yeah. Um, but the thing was with it is they they tested you in target order. They tested you with um, target size. They were always making you think, and my gosh, that wind. I, I mean, when you have a wind like uh, today that was coming from the north, um, most of the time it was coming from the northeast, so it was a left to right wind. Yeah. And then, but, you know, it was, and I guess it was probably east northeast, so it was a little bit more of a full value sometimes, um, or like at eight o'clock. And then all of a sudden you would get the wind start coming from right to left. Instantly. Yeah. Like, it was before just like. you could catch it. Was, yeah. Well, well the targets are small, it. too. I mean, it was... You could catch it, though. You could... No, you could catch it, for sure. You know that because, I mean, well, me and you tied for the, tied for the high score of the day, too. Yeah. Um, we we didn't hear of anybody higher than us um, on day two. So, you know, I mean, there's obviously something we were doing to catch it. Yeah. Not every... We couldn't do it every time, but, I mean... Basically, yeah, before you pulled the trigger, you had to look at the mirage on every mirage, shot. Mirage, you had to look at the grass. grass. I was looking at a lot of vegetation because some yeah. stages of the mirage was lying. So That's I'd, true. I'd look at those. They had, like, these little uh, lawn flags. Yeah. Drove in uh, around a couple of the targets here and there, just random-like. But then there was the, that kind of the, what is that, the ryegrass or yeah, or barley. some sort of grass. It's like that wild barley, um, that grass that's there. And sometimes you can pick that stuff up blowing certain direction and stuff and try to see that, uh, the mirage at the target if you could. Try we even had, was it stage 16 or 17, the mirage at the close target was going right to left, the mirage at the far target was going left to right. Well, that's what I mean. Like yeah. that, that stage was one where... You know, you had to pay attention to bolt to everything, or you were going to be in trouble. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then, what do you do with that information? Yeah. Like that's a, that's the trouble with some of that stuff. Wait. It. Yeah. I mean, it was hard to really make up your mind before the clock started, just because I mean, there was multiple times it would be right or left to right. The entire time you're getting your dope ready, everything's, you've got everything figured out, and then you lay down, and it literally would switch, and then you 
you've got your crosswind jump going the opposite direction, so you either need to add it or add or take away a tenth. And it was just hard to really decide what to do on the wind. There was a couple of stages I didn't even write wind down. I just laid down, looked at the mirage, and made my mind up. Yeah. Yeah, you just had a good idea of like, hey, I should do try try this or do this and just see what happens. Yeah. Um the, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those I don't know it what you do to get ahead of it. Huh? It was a mind bender. Yeah, I know it was but it was cool. That's what yeah. makes it cool. And the and the crosswind jump thing you know, that usually at most matches doesn't matter, right? Yeah. If you're shooting a half mil plate, it's a little bit better. I mean, it does matter, right? You want to be as close it as It matters, possible. but when they're a half mil, you'll catch, I mean, you'll catch that extra catch the plate. little bit. You, you got, yeah. You've got some forgiveness in the plate there. Yeah, there was no forgiveness this weekend. No. Like, when you're shooting a, uh, a diamond that's four tenths wide, you got really two tenths of elevation on the mid. Yeah. Yeah, your gun had to be dead on. Yeah, to get the full, to get what you wanted as far as, like, the advantage out of the wind there, um, you really wanted, you wanted to make sure your your elevation is waterline, and that, well, I mean, but I guess we can talk about it, that's what I think pro- probably led to you having such a bad day one. Yeah, day one, just for whatever reason, elevation looked good when we were checking zero on Friday, and everything was fine, and then. First two stages went decent, and we got to our, it was either our third or fourth stage, and all of a sudden I was going high, or, I mean, real high. I think I dropped six on that stage, and I was like, man, I don't know how I can be high. Which, when I was watching you do that, I was, I was like, in pain. I know. Because I, know. I, I thought you were going to just be like, man, I'm high, and then come down. I know, and, and I don't shave know Shave a blanket two tenths right off the bat or something. But you shot, and kind of did the same thing for quite a little while yeah well and once i added the what i ended up at a tenth and a half into my kestrel zero height so it taking two out, out you mean the what you take two out right yeah yeah and was fine for the next like what six or seven stages and then our very last stage prone troop line i think the farthest target was under 600 yards right around 600 it wasn't terrible by any means i laid down and i got a one and i went underneath every single target and I, how i didn't see it i don't know i get just didn't ever think i was low at all i don't know how i would have been low in my head so it yeah that that led to a rough day one i dropped nine on the last stage because i was low and then i dropped six on our fourth stage because i was high check some stuff on day two in the morning and zero was good. I just had to adjust a couple of things for speed, which I didn't really fully understand. For some reason, I was a little slower. But, I mean, my elevation lined up perfect all day on day two, which was nice. Makes makes it a lot easier. You can focus on your wind on these tiny little targets. Yeah. And they were not big, so... Yeah, which... Let's just let's start let's start at um, stage one. Well, let's start where we started. So we started on stage ten, which um, the first we started we because we were in squad ten. 
Um, this stage was a pretty cool stage because you had like a almost, uh, I would say, 60 degree pan. Yeah. It was almost 90. It, it wasn't quite. It was probably 60. It was a 60 degree pan. You shot these two Ipsics up under these trees. And they were kind of shadowed in in there. And you just got went up off this post and you just went one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And so the first two Ipsics were probably only 25 yards yeah, apart, the same close. exact range. And then you went 60 degrees off to your right here and then shot this big Ipsic. The first two were four tenths. The second one was probably six. Yeah. And wide. So it was probably one of our easier stages, but it really, it wasn't super friendly to us. I mean, no. not that not that it was super hard, but not, not a ton of people cleaned it in the match. But, I mean, I went up there and uh, I remember, because you shot last on that stage. Yeah. I went, I was, I was towards the beginning and... And I remember getting down there thinking, well, it, this looks easy. This, is, And then I get going through there, and I, I can't remember which one I missed, but I missed one of the far ones. And it was just I held too much wind and then shaved wind on it and came back in on there and got it. So it wasn't – that one was – I don't know. I didn't think that – you, you ended up with a seven on it. Yeah. So you did decent too. You just missed two of the – I'm guessing – not the closest. So I think. No, I don't think I missed the closest. I think all three of my misses were on the far ones. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, it was just screwy wind. Yeah, the two far ones were seven ninety eight, and then the right one was five oh nine. So they weren't too terribly far, but I mean, it, 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 the stage made you think for sure. Yeah. Then we then we jumped to. I've got the matchbook here. But we jumped down to. Um, stage one, they call it long troop. On day one, we shot stages one through ten. On day two, we started shot stages eleven through twenty. Yep, yep. So we get up to stage stage one, and I'm towards the beginning again. I think I'm second on this, or third. And uh, stage one is long troop, and it was kind of an outlier because it was we started where we started at nine thirteen, which was pretty much. Uh, far as far almost. I think the any the we shot maybe two targets that were past nine hundred yards in other stages, but they you know like nine forty or something like that. And then this one we started at nine thirteen and finished eleven fifty two on ten ip six. Nine thirteen ninety seven seven ten thirty three eleven oh one eleven fifty two on these full size ip six. So. But it, you started, they were about a half mil, yeah. by a time, half mil wide. When you get to the far one, it was like three-tenths wide, yeah. maybe quarter. Yeah, well, it's very it, wide. I mean, they're not, they're not big. So you're trying to see every little detail that you can up front. And I mean, and they're, they're on these T-post hangers on relative, it's not super flat grounds, but it's somewhat flat ground. So sometimes you miss and it's going back in this grass and you can't see. So you're just really trying to do your best to be able to see. Yeah, the first target you could. I mean, if you missed off the left, you could see a little bit. But if you missed right, I don't think you could see almost anything. Oh yeah, yeah. I missed. I missed off the left. So the wind was going left to right. I get up there, held too much wind. My first shot. Oh yeah, that is. I was saying that I didn't think I missed one first shot. That's one. Oh, yeah. That's the one first shot yeah. I missed through the weekend. Yeah. Uh, 
anyways, I go up and I held too much, burn it straight left, measure correct, which that's a big thing, guys. Like if you guys are um, shooting, I watch so many guys, they miss and then they just, they do what I call, it's like this little, uh, they'll, they'll either see a gap out here of what what it was and then they just kind of just try to bring it closer to the plate they're not they're not like me i'm putting my my reticle right back on the plate i think i held six tenths on that target and i i put six tenths right back in there and i look at where the bullet hit in relation to where my reticle's at now so that says three tenths or two tenths to the middle that's um, or, yeah. Don't move it or, to the edge. Or not, no, I'm putting, but but how? But a trick to doing it is putting your reticle right back on the middle where you was, and then you just look where the impact was. And if that says if that's at two tenths, which I think it was at three, I just basically take look at the three, put the three right in the middle of the plate, pull the trigger, and then that um, that's going to move you right to center. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's how you make full corrections. There's an, I mean, the other thing is, is you could just measure, measure it, just put your reticle where you thought it was. And then that, the only issue with that is, is then you got to do math and correct for it. And it's easier to do it the way, I, the way I like to do it because then it's just less math involved and it's fast. Just see where it landed on your reticle. Yeah. Put it back where it was. Yep. So I don't know if I explained it good, but if you're hold, if you held six tenths and you missed, you put six, you Put it like just like you're gonna shoot that shot again. You just put six tenths back in the middle of the plate, and then you you look to wherever you you look where the miss or where the bullet landed, and if and wherever that was, you just put that right back in the, in the plate, and then and then you know that's that's the amount that you need, yeah. and then you and then you take that to the next take. You look and figure out what mile per hour that means you need to be. And you take that to the next plate. Well, normally, normally, and then but yeah, I say <laughs> there was a few I say times. that, but yeah, I mean, how many that stages? stage in particular? What I can't not remember what I ended up holding on the far one, but there was guys that hit it with four tenths. I want to say I hit it with a mil and a half. Or something like that. Pretty sure I held it, hit it um, uh, both times on that far one. I think I was holding eight tenths, something like that. Because I remember I was eight quite a nine. bit more. No, I was nine. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, there was a few times where I got... I, there was a couple times I got above a mil, but that was when I got close to a mil. But, I mean, still, I, I know I went miss-hit. Then I think I went hit-hit, hit-miss, miss-hit, hit-hit on that stage. Yeah. So I ended up with a seven. You ended up with a nine. You shot it freaking good. Yeah. I think I, I think I may have missed my first shot, and then I... Ended up getting lucky in the wind held, got the rest of them. Yeah. And when we talk about, you know, sometimes, we'll talk a couple times. We're going to go through all the stages, and there will be times where you'll see kind of what we're talking about. Or we'll have we'll have time to explain. So the next one was the these uh, this spool that uh, they just had turned sideways, and you had to shoot off. You had to go prone and shoot these two squares. This was a relatively easy one. You shot a four tenth square and a six tenth square at um, the four tenth one was at five fifty four and the and the six tenth one was at um, six twenty four and uh, you went prone 
and all these stages are a minute 45. So it wasn't 90, but it wasn't two minutes. So Which had, I thought was perfect. I thought it was a great, it. a great balance in a match like this where it's a lot of thinking. Yeah. And it's a lot of, uh, not a ton of movement. But, but you still a, had to be quick on your thinking. Yeah, you had to be thinking fast because there's so much going on with wind. The way they were, the way the target orders were, it just made it to where it was not. You you needed a little bit of time to think, but it still kept you honest. Yeah. So this the, the tank trap you went, you went prone next to it, off the left of it, spool. There is spool. I mean, and then yeah, and then you went off one of the uh, the big wheel parts, the skinny edge of it. If you yeah. were rolling it like a wheel. Yeah. And then you went down in the middle of the spool, and then up on the right edge of the spool, and then you went back prone off the left again. And uh, I think I was the only one to clean this stage, which I thought was surprising. Yeah, it didn't seem like that hard of a stage. I dropped four on it. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if you did it again, would you run a tripod? No, I would dial and still hold over. Oh, I held over on some. I didn't know others. I well, the other thing was too. Again, with just the wind, didn't wasn't the same for anybody. The guy in front of me, I think, held three tents, and I got up there and I needed seven tents, seven or eight tents on the far one. And that's where you were started. Sorry, I started seeing you go high. Yeah, that is where I started going high too. But I mean, I definitely missed for wind the first three too. I just didn't expect it to be that much. I don't know, must have just picked up, I guess, but. Yeah. yeah, so that wasn't a great stage by any means, but fun stage. Sorry, we stopped for a second. Um, but yeah, you're talking about where you were going on those plates. Oh, just that's where we started noticing I was going high. Yeah. Needed a little more wind too, but definitely started going high. And then I think the next stage was... Because I held four and five, and you held like five and or six and seven. Six and seven, yeah. Yeah. I needed, I think, four on the close one. And I think on my last shot, I'm going to say I held seven, that's, which was a lot. More than I expected by quite a bit. More than they, most people were having. Yeah, I, I couldn't make that line up at all. But there was a lot of that as well as we can. Yeah. Your dust would go one way, and the mirage is going another, and the wind at you is going yeah. at you. I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah, odd. I thought about it. I debated several times because the like the tank trap would have been better for sure. I thought with with a uh, tripod, and I think I would have had no problem getting through the stage with a tripod rear. Yeah, um, it would have been you'd it would have been sporty. You'd have to hustle. I, that's why I didn't use a tripod. I just was worried I was going to time out. You had to be going pretty quick. But I I thought, man. I kind of had a had a suspicion that the thing was going to be a little bit, uh, and I think I was first. No, I was I was uh, not first. I was first on the next one. Yeah. I uh, I thought that I I had a suspicion that it was going to be a little wobbly, and I get up there, and man, it just wasn't settling out like I thought it should on that, and so I was just really focusing on making breaking good trigger pulls, and ended up doing pretty good on or end up being the only clean on that stage, which which I, I think if more people would have been brave and set up a tripod, I think more people would have cleaned it because it was not yeah. the most stable. 
It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't. It wasn't horrible, but it definitely was not. I mean, I don't know. Austin came up to me and said, "Do you stay on plate?" And I said, "Yeah." And I, I'm pretty sure I did. I stayed on plate too, but I mean, it was, it was not giving me the warm and fuzzies. Yeah, you had to time your shots a little bit. Yeah, I was just trying to just squeeze through the wobble. Yeah, that's all I was just doing, just making sure I just squoze through it. Forgot, forgot that I was even wobbling. And just scroll through it, but and it ended up working out. But um, the next stage, that one—that's where the targets got real small. Yeah, that's when stuff re- really got sporty on us because the targets here were like three tenths, every one of them. Yeah, I think all of them. They're they're, they're these little ISIS heads, and uh, or yeah, and you just got under this pool. It was real simple. You just shot these ISIS sets, one, two, three, four, near to far. It was all prone. One, yeah, all prone. And it was 429, 448, 532, 556. Just go prone under, straight out from underneath this uh, tank trap. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Um, 12 rounds. Simple. Should be simple, right? Uh, I lay down. I'm like, yeah, or okay, let's go. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to clean this thing. And uh, I go up, and I can't remember, but I I would like I would I would shoot, and at this point, I mean I was watching conditions good, but I I don't know. I mean sometimes you don't know how close you need to watch conditions because there's a lot of match, and, and I should be not so lazy, right? I should be watching the conditions more at almost every match, but sometimes you don't have a ton of time to process, and it takes a little while to get familiar with what you're looking at, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, at a match, each one, each location, the conditions are going to show you a little different. Not too bad, but sometimes. And I get up there, and I just start, I would shoot and, and watch that bullet hit and make sure I'm centering everything up, and then all of a sudden, one to go one off the right or left, and then you would measure, correct, and then get the next one. And then and then it was like I, I'd do the same thing going the next turn through, but I would miss one of them one way. And then I'd miss another one the other way. And just trying to do that, because I, I wasn't at that point, I don't think I was reading the conditions as good as I did later of watching the Mirage and making corrections before I sent the next round. Yeah. Uh, and being able to be like, oh, it just picked up. I better add just a little bit here. Boom. Okay. Yeah, that was a good, good idea. And then take that to the next one, make sure the conditions look good. And then when it lets off, then come back. And that got me some cleans that I probably didn't have any business cleaning. Uh, and probably helped me get keep on the plate quite a few times throughout the match. Yeah. So I ended up with an eight on it. It was a decent salvage. Not not a ton of people did good on this stage. Yeah, it was one of the harder stages. I yeah, think. even though it was prone, it was definitely. It, yeah, targets were. You ended up with six. Yeah, I ended up with six. That's that's where I went high on basically everything. It seemed like. Yeah. And then took some out after that. Took two tenths out after that, but yeah, it was. That's where I think we everybody started to realize the targets were not going to be very big. Yeah. Well, and it stayed, stayed consistent at least. From, yeah, from then on, everything was tiny. Yeah. Next one, we go to a TYL, and we both did good on this TYL. Cause yeah. This TYL, 
uh, was off a little tank trap, wasn't real big, and you come up to it, and it's at 542, and you see these little, these, these five plates, and the small one's like two tenths, barely, and you start at like half mil, so you, it, this one averaged right around three and a half tenths on these five plates, and you just, all you did is, it was hit to move on, one, two, three, four, five, and then, and then reset after five rounds, wherever you're at, and then one, two, three, four, five, hit to move on, so if you missed it at any time, you re-engaged that plate and kept going. Um, I was last, but... Oh, you were last on Yeah, that. you, um, you ended up with an eight, so you did pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was super solid position, just you had to try and see the best you could where that bullet was hitting on the plate. Luckily, I saw them pretty good, but that, the small ones were... Gosh, that small one was small. <laughs> it was tiny. Did you hit it one of the times? I hit it on my first go and missed it on the second go. Or, I don't even think no, I got you, to it. No, you didn't get to it then. Yeah, you you missed... You must have missed uh, no, four I, twice. No, I did. Because, yeah, I only got to the first. I did four and then four. Oh, you got four and four? Because I got eight, so that I'd have to be. So oh, I didn't, so I didn't you went one, two, three, four, and then hit hit the small one. Or or then missed the, missed small, the small one. one yeah. And then one, two, three, four, and then I think you went miss hit. Yes, I think you're right. So, yeah. Uh, on, the, on four. Yeah. So one time through, the last time through, you didn't get to the small one. Yep. The first time through, you got to the small one but missed it. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, you still did good. I mean, that was... Yeah, an eight on that stage. That was yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people getting off that stage with six. Fours and, and fives. Yeah, and <laughs> people that were getting sevens were, like, pumped. Yeah. I was I was last. I think you were You were probably, I think, the high of our squad. Until I went. Yeah, I yeah. think I was. And so, I mean, that was a pretty good run. And then I, I ended up cleaning it, so... That was handy. I I mean, w- you ran it like a man and <laughs> just ran a bag out of the crotch. And I, I, you know, I went up there, I looked at it, and I just thought, being able to just be perfectly stable and, and, and have that extra recoil management, I'm going to run. Um, uh, Austin and Clay already had a, the attack table set up, so I just borrowed their attack table and ran uh, a game changer, a heavy fill game changer in the front, and a get light full size game changer on the tack table, and that was money. And it's solid. I would have done that if it wouldn't have been a tank trap. I just when I know I don't love having my gun worrying about falling off the tip of a tank trap. Gosh, leg. that thing was so solid though. It, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I got out there. I'm like, this is this is prone right here. Yeah. I mean, this was supposed to be one of the positional stages, but me and I just made it freaking prone. Yeah. And I liked it. <laughs> Worked out good. Yeah, I mean, but I, I will say I get down there and I and I see the Mirage do one thing. And, uh, and so this is when I really started to start paying attention, I think, on the on the uh, conditions. Because those heads really pissed me off. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this. And I get down. And it starts doing one thing. I can't remember if it was right or left. I'm pretty sure it was right to left when I started. And I hold a little right, and I and I think I needed a little more right. And so I hold two, and then all of a sudden I see it go to nothing. So then I, I it, between the next round, I hold center and then hit center. And then I see it switch, and then I hold left hitch and then hit it. 
<laughs> and then I held that same that same wind call, which ended up being about a tenth and a half on that one, and hit it. And then I see the mirage layover more, and I hold two tenths, and I had a little right, so I needed a quarter, and I finished off the whole thing with a quarter yeah. left. Yeah. Starting with starting with rep, um, holding, right hold, thinking I needed to hold two right, yeah. and only need one about. But then doing that whole thing. And so people are standing behind me going, gosh, he's so lucky. Just holds. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. And guys, I, I, I listen to people tell me how lucky I am constantly. And that was kind of like the uh, battle cry of our whole squad for, <laughs> for the entire match this weekend. They're just like, he's so, he's so lucky. I don't know how he gets so freaking lucky every time. The wind just dies. And... I mean, I mean, wind takes takes care of me, you know. I feel like I put I feel like I put bullets in the air and they 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 get blown onto the target, so <laughs> it takes care of me, all right. But uh, I mean, it's not like I I'm I'm reading I'm also reading stuff and making um, corrections on the fly before yeah. before I send a bullet down there to figure out what it's doing. Well, and it's pretty apparent. I mean, you ended up winning by ten, so it's pretty obvious that you're seeing stuff change. I, you can't, you might get lucky on a stage or two, but you're not getting lucky on 20 stages. Well, yeah, not getting lucky on 20 stages every match. Yeah. That's that's where I'm like, I, I get it. I get it. I, I'm I'm lucky, but there's an old adage that says that, that, that uh, hard work and skill looks a lot like luck. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, that I'm not. I don't say that to be arrogant that or anything like that. But it's true. Like the better you get at something, the luckier you get. Yeah. The more you work and stuff like that, you create your own luck. That's what my dad used to always tell me. Roping calves. My mom would be like, "Good luck." And my dad would be like, "Create your own luck." Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't argue with you. you're not getting lucky after how many matches you want to share four or five already. That's not all yeah. luck. No, but it's consistently just yeah well well but the thing is is we and this is the thing that people will ask me all the time you must be seeing or say something you must be seeing something i'm not or the rest of us aren't and all this stuff and i say no we're seeing the exact same thing that's the that is the thing is people are like well he must be seeing something different and that and that makes it to where in their mind they immediately i told this to somebody this weekend what what does it mean to be damned yeah. And to be damned means that you can't learn. And the only way you can't learn is if you think you can't learn. Yeah. And so, like, you legit just have to be able to, to um, admit, like, oh, hey, like, I'm well, I'm more than willing to, if I think I'm, I've, if somebody tells me that I, I didn't see something right or whatever, I will think about that. I'll make note of it. And, like, I'm going to kind of revisit that in my mind and see what I need to do to figure that out. And maybe I'll... Maybe I'll figure something out. Maybe I'll try to explain that, or I'll, I'll write it down. Go try, go do a little practice, and try to see what. Try to replicate that scenario and see it. Yeah. But it, uh, I want, I because I want to figure out how to get better all the time. But uh, as soon as you think that you've got it all figured out, that's when you stop, stop moving forward. Yeah. So. Well, you, there was a lot of thinking. You, be you saw something this weekend and. It just wasn't what you thought. Yeah. 
the dirt there is so soft that you'd hit and it would look like it came from a completely different area. But I think the splash was just so big it would shoot the dirt up and you'd think you were either way high or way right, way left. And it really was just right off the edge of the plate. Oh, yeah. But. Well, I guess I, and I guess to, to finish my point on that other deal, uh, you got to, in order to be able to stay continuing getting better, um, it's easy to just say, well, somebody's seeing something that I'm not, and so that's why I'm not doing as good. Until I figure out how to see that, I'm not going to do any better. It's not really taking responsibility and being like, well, because like what I, in my opinion, we all see the same thing or we have. How you process it. It's how you process the information that you see. You, It's all there, but are you processing it? Yeah. Like every time you look through optics, there's mirage. Yeah. Every time you look through the optics, the grass might be moving. It, this is there a little flag or uh, there's something. Every time you pull a trigger, that bullet's hitting a plate and you, you can you can see it. It's just how do you process that information? How do you handle that information that's coming in? Yeah. Um, so that's my point on that. But the next one, you cleaned. It was the rabbit stage. It was kind of a funky order. You went uh, left, middle, right, or sorry, oh. near to far, which... Which was right, right, left, left, middle. middle, And then you went left, middle, right. No, middle, left, right. Right, left, middle. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Right, left, middle. Yeah, sorry. Right, left, middle. Middle, left, right. Right, left, middle. So you went went near to far, far to near, near to far. Yeah. And they were, when we say near to far, they were all near. Yeah, they were all within. Yeah. All under 350. Yeah, it was 341, 346, 366. Oh, okay. So they're, they're close. And you just you had these three positions off this tree that were freaking solid. They were solid. Yeah. So, I mean, you cleaned it. I went up there, hadn't ate anything or dr- hardly drank anything yet in the day, which was a mistake and was shaken. It's not, I mean, it's not an excuse. I should have, I should have done all that and not been shaken, but I was shaken then. And just slipped one off the plate. Yeah, when it gets hot like it was, you got to make sure you're pounding water and drinking all electrolytes. I keep electrolytes. like those liquid IV electrolyte packs in like a bunch of them in my backpack all the time. Yeah. Um, next one was those circle troop. Oh yeah. Near to far, two rounds each. I want eat my launch. I think I got a five on. Yep. Yep. Three tenths wide circles. <laughs> Not much there to hit. Switchy wins. I can't remember how I, I think they were four. Out. Were they four tenths? Yeah. But still, they were not easy. Yeah, no, it was, that was a tough stage. I had a tough go on that one. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is a lot of these were on T posts up fairly high, so your miss wasn't directly right behind them. I mean, you might miss 40 yards behind the target. So yeah. To see exactly where you missed was a pain for a lot of the weekend. Yeah. I think I got dropped two on this circle one. Yeah, I think so. It was it was just tough. It was another one. You just walk up, lay down, go prone, and shoot a troop line with some small targets. Yeah. From 481 to 715. And 
man, it's it's tough, but it's it's fun because yeah, it's a lot of people are like, oh, it's repetitive, blah blah. But in all reality, it's, it was tough. It's I mean, tough, but it's not 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 doable. Oh, it's, every stage there was doable. There's, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, it was just. Are you watching the bullet? Are you seeing everything? And on those little plates, they're harder to read than big plates. Yeah. Right? If you're trying to go off reading the plate. Yeah, they snap back real quick. So if you hit the right edge, you might think you hit the left edge because the way it swings back so fast. Sorry, something's crackling, guys. We're just trying to figure out what it is. But anyways, no, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's tough, but it's, it's doable. And if somebody is doing it, this is one thing to keep in mind. If somebody is doing it and figuring it out and there always is, there's somebody, there's always somebody at the match that is figuring it out. And so if they can figure it out, you can too. too. And that, and that's the attitude to keep And you don't want to be negative. Yeah, you can't. I mean. Like, if you just keep saying, oh, it's... This is impossible. Yeah. I'm just getting screwed all the time. Like, I'd man this, that, the other. It's like, well, maybe, but you dang sure don't want to tell yourself that in the moment. Yeah. And don't say it can't be figured out because it can't be always pretty much. Like you're just saying. I mean, you hear guys say, well, I don't know how you can hit these when the wind's flipping back and forth. Well, I mean... There's a lot of guys that are hitting a lot of stuff as well. And you got guys thinking that stuff's not even hittable. But it's not hittable because they're telling themselves it's not hittable. And if you continually sit and tell yourself, oh, I can't hit that, it's going to be pretty hard to hit stuff when your confidence is that low. Oh, yeah. Something is going. Hang on a second. We'll be right back. I have Okay, we're back. We had a bag in here that was uh, making bag. a crackling noise. Hopefully, we can edit that out. Um, the next one was this memory square, and this is one where there I had some... Uh, I shot it fine. I got an 8. I dropped one on it. It was a tough stage, um, and it was really tough to see your misses on this one because these square... It was three squares, and they call it the memory square. And you had to go center, left, right, which ended up being near to far. And then you had to go center, right, left, which was near, far, middle. And then you had to go left, center, right. So you just went left to right on the last way through, which was middle, near, far. And so it was nine rounds. And you go up, and uh, I go through the first time. And I, I do near to far. I go center, left, right. Well, I go hit, hit, miss. And I see my miss. And these guys will argue with me till the death. <laughs> and and whatever. Maybe so. I, I think it's going to be, in my mind, I'm thinking four or five, six, six is about what I was thinking. It was like, I was thinking, or no, I was thinking just under five, five, and just over five. 
So we're talking like I was just shading a little bit extra. Tents of wind. Huh? Tents of wind. Yeah, tents of wind, but like we're talking like I was like four and a half, five, and five and a half is what I was thinking. So like just barely shading that half mil mark one way or the other or putting it right in the middle. So I go hit, looks center. Hit looks pretty center, but I can't tell as good. And I will admit when I, I, I can't, I don't see every bullet. Well, and they were in the shadows. Yeah, too. it they was in the shadows. It was really hard. The next one, I pull trigger, and I see this. I see um, the bullet hit, and I thought it was very clear right below the plate. Well, I had ranged, because I like to do this. I range behind targets a lot. I'll range the target in firm distance, and then I range behind them to see how far back the backer is. Well, this one had a really good backer, even though it was shadow. But when you're sending a 156 back there, you can you can kick some dust up. And uh, anyways, I my it was about 50, 40, 50 yards back there. So it was going to add another three, four tenths of elevation. Or it was going to drop to get back to that deal. I knew that. So if I knew I missed, don't correct on your elevation. So that's why I do that is to see. Well, I was holding left wind, and uh, I hold that five five boom, and it goes off the left. Well, sorry, I say that it went. It looked dead center, just barely left of the T post, but down below the target. So I'm thinking in my mind, I think that means, and I, not barely. It was like it was on the left side underneath the T post. So I was thinking, and uh, and it like it hit a branch, not a branch, but it hit. Like there's a log or whatever that was underneath it, and if you hit that, it would send some spark and stuff up. Well, everybody behind me, I'm pretty sure saw bark fly up from that, and uh, said they they swear I was off the right. But when I saw that, I immediately said said in my mind, I went, okay, that means I went left. That means I went right off the upwind side of it, and it blew it back below. And it goes just kind of low left back there on that berm behind there. And so I'm so in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm good. I just come back on the wind and I'll be fine. So the the rest of the stage I held three. So then I shaved on that one. I went three and then so I went back to the middle one, go three tenths, go back to the right one, and I shave. So I measured and and kind of made a good guess correction, pull trigger, hits that thing dead center. So I'm like, okay, go over here, hold three tenths, dead center, and then I and then I go left, middle, right, dead center, dead center, dead center, all three of them holding holding three tenths, and uh, I get up off the stage and they're like, did you just hold more wind? And I said, no, I held less. They're like, what? You missed right? And I says, uh, not a chance, man. See, so, and that's where and, you think you see something on glass as a spotter. And I get it, it's not moving, but there is times where behind the gun, you just see stuff a little more clear, even though you've got your recoil. But when, when somebody tells you, well, no, you missed this way, but you made the correction you thought you needed and hit, and it was the opposite of what they're telling you, trust yourself sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, I and I do. I trust myself. Even though, like, I mean, these guys are good shooters. I know them. I trust them. I don't think they're trying to lie to me or anything no, like that. You just it's just you see I just know what I saw in my brain, and and it doesn't make sense to me that I I cut my wind call in half, <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden made it in the center. If I, I mean, that means I wouldn't need 
if I missed right, I would have needed nine tenths of wind. There's no nine tenths of wind there. Yeah. It died. I mean, it, it visually died. And so in my brain, everything everything added up to be less wind. Yeah. So it made it all makes sense plus what I saw. So then I'm so in my mind that's that's was the right call and it ended up being the right call. So yeah. so if I go off of what other people are saying, I would have missed. Yep. So well and there was a lot of that this weekend. There was a lot of I mean I'd be back on the glass spot and think somebody missed a certain way and they'd get up and say, Well no, I missed this way because I corrected here and it hit. I, I mean, you can't argue with it if they corrected the way they thought they needed to hit it. You yeah. were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Yep. Then we went to the split hip six. Oh, oh yeah. Was that, yeah, left, right, left, and then right, right. Yeah. Yep. That was a tough stage. That man. was a tough stage. They were narrow. They were, I think the far one was two tenths wide. Yeah. And it was, so you went... Uh, 526, 590, or 526, 568, 598, 684, and 765, and they were these, like, they're 45% Ipsics. They were little boys. And that was one where the wind looked like it was ripping. And I thought I needed six tenths, and then right before I start, Austin's like, ah, that's too much. I cut it down to four, thinking, oh, I'll still hit it. And I, I could have ran that whole stage straight up, not realizing it until later in the stage for some reason but you did it's so hard to trust when you're seeing the mirage ripping and it was ripping left and right but somehow it it just wasn't pushing your bullet much and that i still that one still flabbergasted me because i did not understand how there was basically no wind the whole time I mean, you can see the wind blowing even your dust would blow but then that that one i wonder yeah. i wonder did you watch the conditions after a couple of shots. No, and that was day one. I did not watch the conditions like I should have at all, all day. Because that's what I wonder if, if because a lot of times, like, and I do, I catch myself doing this in other matches that I, but I've gotten a lot better lately. Um, but I, I'll, I'll uh, look at the conditions before I get down, get a plan in my head, yeah. jump down, and ninety percent of the time, this, this, this is the best. This works good. Yeah. And then you just jump down and you go with that plan. And then if you need to change, you change, but most of the time that plan's going to work. Yeah. Um, or just need to tweak it just slightly. And I wonder if by, by the time you got down, it, the Mirage would let up all the way. Like when, when Austin said, hey, maybe dip not. Yeah. And then it let off. And I didn't even, that's things I didn't even, I looked at the Mirage, but I didn't. I did a lot of not trusting what I was seeing this weekend, which was dumb because if I'd have trusted yes, the majority yesterday. of what I saw, yes. sorry, yesterday, yeah, not 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 today. No, today was fine. Yeah, today I trusted everything I saw and shot a lot better. But yeah, a lot of yesterday was it just would mess with your head when you would see what you're you're trying to really tell yourself. Okay, this is what I'm seeing. It makes no sense, really, because your Kestrel's telling you one thing, you got your visual telling you another thing, and you pull the trigger, and neither one of them really is. There was a couple times yesterday, my mind and my Kestrel were both not telling me what I thought they should be. Yeah, this is one I wrote down, because it kept doing that. Yeah. Like where where it would go left to right, then it would go right to left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Left to right, 
yep. and one right to left. Yeah. And it just couldn't, you couldn't figure it out. It yep. wouldn't, it wouldn't stay consistent. And like you're saying, your Kestrel tells you to do one thing. The Mirage tells you to do another. Yeah. Your mind says, who knows which one's right. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, and then you just kind of got to go with it. Uh, I was lucky because I, I was getting down and I didn't know even know the Mirage. I think I yelled back, asked somebody, and they said something. And I was like, okay, but I I got down behind the gun. And I my my original idea was hold like four tenths, three tenths, four tenths left. And I look, and the Mirage is floating right to left. So I'm like, I, I remember I looked at my thing, looked back. I said, I'm going to, I think the safe bet right here is to hold just shade right the center. And I pulled trigger, smoked the thing right in the middle. I went, well, that'll work. Boom, pull trigger, hit that one again, jump over to the next one. I'm like, okay, I'm going to hold like a tenth and a half on this one. Boom, center, center. Next one, I'm, I'm like, okay, probably the same thing. Center, center. Next one, two tenths. No, the next one, it, it looked like it picked up. Next one, I, I I thought it picked up and uh, it it uh, it did. I thought it was on target four, and so I hold a quarter, thinking that's a good. Or I held just shy shy of a quarter. It was all two tenths, and and uh, no, sorry, I was holding a full quarter. I pulled the trigger, hit it, looked pretty center. Or no, sorry, that looked a little left to center, and so I held. I I just. Uh, Shaded a little bit more to three, pulled trigger. I'm like, okay. And that was right. This is right wind all. And then the next one, I go on there, and it looks about the same. And I wanted to hold more, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I said, like, I don't know if I should hold more than three, even though it's farther. But it's not. We're not going that much farther here. I think we have, we went, you know, eighty yards farther. I was like, I'm gonna roll with that three tenths. Pull trigger, and I go. Just right off the, barely missed the right edge. I go to a tenth and pull trigger and hit it. And went, wow. I probably would have cleaned the whole stage if I dialed .1 right and just shot the whole thing. Yeah. That one is, you really could have meaty bowls. I, yeah, that one is frustrating because I definitely thought I needed more wind and could have shot it straight up. I mean, I I feel like I got got by right there. You know, two guys cleaned the stage and I got a. Yeah, an eight's not bad at all. No, I got nine. Oh, did you get nine? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was that's, right. Yeah. It was a good stage. <laughs> that was our second to last stage, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and then we went to the next one, and I cleaned it. It's a disaster. Yeah. That's where I realized I was low. That's the one I got to That was my bad stage of the weekend. Yeah, no, that was a not a fun stage <laughs> to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, this is one where, where you went... Far to near, near to far, and I was getting, I think I was like fourth on the stage, and I watched a couple guys shoot it, and it and they'd make it look really tough, and I'm like, okay, so what's going on that I'm not seeing, and I don't think that many, I think I might have been the only clean on this day. You may have. Um, let me look. Let me confirm that, but anyways, they weren't real, the last two weren't real big. I think they, it was like four tenths, four tenths. Uh, three tenths quarter. Yeah, yeah, they were not big for sure. No. Oh, two people. 
cleaned it. Me and one other guy. But yeah, no, uh, they were not. They were not real big. So if you had it, and there were circles, so if you have any elevation issues, yeah. it's not real forgiving either. Well, and that's a yeah, just hard to when you're having elevation issues. It is hard to figure out. At least for me, I have the hardest time. And like very first shot looked waterline, looked perfectly. Height was perfect. Just off the right, I was like, oh, okay, I just need a little less wind or more wind. Was it going left or right? I think it was going left or right. Yeah, I think it was I going, going left or right wind. because you, you missed that first one. Just off the right, right? <laughs> yeah, just off the right yeah. edge. So I didn't. I and mean, it looked it, waterline on that first yeah, shot. Yeah, it didn't That's look That's the low. only one that looked waterline. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then after that, I just was going right under the target, I guess. And yeah, you the splash was so big, it was hard. I just couldn't tell. I could tell you were getting frustrated. Uh, I and, was very frustrated. And, and uh, you were doing, like, if it was, if you were uh, waterline, what you were doing would have made sense. Yeah. Um, because you would miss directly low, and you were like, okay. Uh, but you but you didn't know. You thought maybe it was right. Yeah, I just tell more it was wind, right. And then you're like, man, I just go left. <laughs> it looked like, and then you'd go back to you go back to the other thing and go straight underneath it, and then go. That must have been right, and then because you're trusting your dope, yeah. Which, which is nice when you can when it's on. I think you gotta trust your dope, right? Especially in the beginning, guys. Like, you go ring your stuff out, and you make sure it's good before you show up to a match, and then you just trust that dope. The yeah. only problem is, is like when as you get as you grow in the game and stuff, you don't trust anything. Like you trust, trust what you see. Yeah, you trust you trust what you got, what what your stuff's telling you, right? But all of a sudden, you see some rock, you see a round go somewhere, somewhere you don't you don't like blatantly disregard what you just saw. You, you want to correct. Yeah, I went there for a reason. Yeah, whether that's an updraft, downdraft, uh, your crosswind jumps off, you got something going on, whatever it is, or you have the wrong range in, you got something. You need to start correcting um, based on those certain things. Or if, say, you're, heaven forbid, your zeros off, you lose velocity. There's all kinds of things that can happen, and you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta watch. You have to be, you have to trust, but be skeptical. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and and there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Now, now all of a sudden you get the skyline stuff, other things like that. That's when you don't start chasing elevation. Yeah. You want to trust your elevation there and make sure that, I mean, obviously, most of the time you're not going to have elevation issues. Yeah, usually it's on. Well, and I, I was telling you, I've had zero elevation issues with this gun. I mean, it is, every time I've shot it, everything's been great. Everything's lined up perfect. I shot this week. Everything was fine. We shot on Friday, checking zero, and everything was fine. And then just for whatever reason just and my zero was on i mean my zero stayed the same and just yeah i don't know I, something weird was going on oh yeah so yeah i think we're gonna break this one into two parts yeah that's good because we're coming up on oh we're we're uh, over an hour now or right at an hour so we're just gonna break this up into two parts that's the end of day one uh brady where were you sitting after day one Somewhere up twenty five to thirty, somewhere in there. You were down thirty six. I was down, yeah, thirty six, a lot. Which 
I know it sounds like a lot, but this is a freaking hard course fire. I was down 12, or no, 13, which put me first, but, and I, I had a, I had a two point lead, and then there was, uh, so there was somebody down 15, somebody down 16, and then somebody down like 19, and 20, and 21. There was a bunch of people down in that 20, 20, 20 to 25, I think yeah. it was. There was some, there was a bunch of people and then, yeah, but I had, a, I had a decent lead, not, not like a, a huge lead, but I had a lead. A good day. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a good day in that course. This was not a match. You were only going to drop four single digits. Yeah. Single digits was tough in that. Yeah. There, I mean, I guess it was doable, right? Yeah. I, I mean, but I don't, I don't know. If somebody would have done it, I'd have been real impressed. Yeah. I mean, I was real impressed with your score. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I mean, I didn't have any real train wrecks, but I just didn't have, I, I didn't, so that's really all it was. I didn't have any good yeah. or bad train wrecks. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, we'll uh, we'll probably recap post this in two parts, and then we'll recap day two on the next one and kind of go through the awards and, and uh, talk about how we ended up finishing out at the match, but... Anyways, we will uh, catch you guys on the next podcast. Uh, make sure to check us out on social media. Um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Morgan King. Again, only only dude named Morgan King <laughs> um, on Facebook or Instagram. Most likely with a gun. Because there ain't very many Morgans um, that are dudes out there and then Brady you're just Brady Allenson on Instagram and Facebook both pretty, yep. pretty simple yep so hit us up and uh, if you have any questions let us know and we'll try to um, fit them in and try to answer some of your questions so thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later see you guys